Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We're here this week with another episode, another great episode, I'd say. Ooh, Married at First Sight. Take. This episode I thought was very good. It was I was hmm. very entertained. Um, really? <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty entertained by just like I think two couples where I was just like, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on with you guys. Mm. Um, but, um, before we get into that, Jay, do you have any updates from social media? I don't know why I ask you this every fucking week. Should well, we change this? What questions should I ask? You could ask me something relevant. What do I ask you? Me. I don't know. I don't know. But I did see that <laughs> <laughs> Woody and Amani are pregnant and having us a little Nola baby, um, which is very exciting. They were... No, it was two seasons ago, three seasons ago. I, think I don't maybe know. Three, maybe three. The seasons are like back to back these days, so I'm having a hard time keeping track. Yeah, because they were 11. We're in what 14? Oh, yep, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna give us a little, little baby. We're very excited about that. Um, I think that's all I saw. Yeah, I didn't really I see was, anything else. Yeah, I was in the streets this week, so I didn't see much. Um, yeah, is that it? Any updates on anybody um, else? No, I mean, just updates on our social media. I mean, guys, I don't know if you guys have, like, looked at our social media lately, but, like, it seems like we're getting a lot more publicity from our friends in the Married at First Sight world. Um, A lot of um, Instagram accounts that are, like, dedicated to Married at First Sight have been, like, um, reposting us on their pages. So we truly appreciate it because I feel like we're getting a lot more engagement. We feel really loved. It's exciting. So happy. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Other than that, I guess we should just hop on in to Married at First Sight episode seven. Today is my decision day. Mm, goodness. <laughs> Send help. Uh, so it's day seven of marriage in Puerto Rico. Um, everyone's leaving, boarding their flights. Um, once again, Lindsay and Mark um, are doing a little cam, uh, selfie cam on the plane not a mask in sight. I mean, I think he had his mask like underneath his chin, um, but hers wasn't even on. And so I did a little digging on the Reddit channels and they said that apparently um, on the flight to Puerto Rico, Miss Lindsay got into an altercation with the flight attendant about keeping her mask on. So like, I don't really understand like what it is with like people not wearing masks on these planes or like taking them down to talk. Like we can still hear you. Like, I don't need your mask down to see your mouth moving. Um, so, yeah, I saw some footage of them wearing no masks. I have in my notes that's pretty gross. Yeah, I don't feel like it's too far-fetched for, for her. Um, if I saw her on the street and she wasn't wearing a mask, I don't think I'd be surprised in the least because mm-hmm. Lindsay. Yeah, um, and honestly, after hearing some things that she said about woo, in this boy. episode – about things makes sense you guys um some things when she said some things about some things some things about some things indeed okay Um, very articulate but yeah um so we get some footage of them walking into their new places 
um, neutral apartment in the same complex. So, you know, Jade usually calls it the mutual apartment, but Pastor Cal actually said the neutral apartment. So I guess he heard us and wanted to correct I saw that and I was like, who does he think he is? (laughs) It is the mutual apartment. Don't try to flip it and say neutral. He said, Jade... Not not this season. He doesn't even work here. Come on. So, yeah. So, the neutral apartment, the same complex. Um, so, I believe is our first couple. Is it Lindsay and Mark? That's what I have in my notes. Tis what I have as well. Okay, great. Um, so, they are... Wait, where are they? Um, oh, in the apartment. I, yes, they're in the apartment. They just got there. Um, and so, already, Lindsay is... I don't know, really in mama bear mode. Um, she's like just talking a mile a minute and saying that she wants to put his dirty laundry in the wash. And Mark in his confessional says he's very appreciative, that she's very nurturing and very caring. Um, all of a sudden she starts talking about water bottles and she's going to get him a water bottle so they can work on sustainability. Um, and she said that she can get him a Calgy, she can get him a hydro flask, you know, just all the water bottles she can get for him. Goodness. I do think um, it's strange she does not own a reusable water bottle, but oh yeah, I mean it is crazy. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> I was like, it's, Where, it's what are it's you insane? And honestly, like I don't even know, like how is he drinking water? Like maybe he's he not. You know, he's eating goldfish. Who knows if he's drinking water? Well, no wonder. Well, she seemed very, very um, invested in getting him a water bottle because it's good lord. What if he's just doing bottles of water throughout the day? I, mean, I don't know if he's. Insane. I haven't seen him drink anything except for that pina colada that first day. So he just doesn't drink water at all. I don't know what his <laughs> liquid intake is like. Um, but yes, I, I think when she asked him if he, he would have said yes, I have a reusable water bottle at my place that I'll get, but oh it doesn't sound like he owns true. one. Which is <sighs> yeah, tough. concerning. I mean, honestly, I guess that is a bit concerning. If I met someone, well, just got married to someone, and they didn't have a water bottle, I'd be like, well, how do you drink water? Questions that need answers, I go buy a case every time I go to the grocery store. Wow. Good God. (sighs) Um, I don't know. It might just be us, because y'all know where we live. Yeah, yeah. We're in in a pretty, you know, Everyone has water bottles. (laughs) I felt kind of like Lindsay. I was like, yeah, I have a 40 ounce. I have a 12 ounce. I have a 24. That is true. I actually did feel very Options. Like, right now, I'm currently (laughs) drinking out of a Yeti, a 30 ounce tumbler. So, I mean, jeez. I have my 40 ounce on standby. (laughs) Jeez. Anyways. That's the way um, of the world here. So they start getting ready for bed. Um, they're lying down, and all of a sudden, Lindsay just starts like moving around. Or these people cannot relax. Or, it's too much. <laughs> or what was happening? Um, Mark says in his confessional, "She's a little much, twenty-four hours a day. I'll never get bored." Jeez, that's a tough sentence to hear. Um, Is it never get bored or stay stressed out? I mean, just his whole like. This he's stressed, like he. I'd be stressed too if I was so with someone. They would not stop talking. I'd be like, "Bitch!" So <laughs> I then need a chance to think. I mean, they're lying in bed, and like she starts giggling, and then he's well, like, also like the lights are all the way up. It doesn't right. seem like they're like in bed. And then he's just like, shh, like shushing her, and then she just keeps laughing louder, and then she starts moving, and he's like, "Stop moving!" And it was just chaos, you guys. So I don't know, Lindsay's. I don't know. I don't know. Any thoughts from that from that scene, Jade? Um, 
No, it's just like putting a toddler to bed. Just someone that's like, oh, I want water. Now I need to pee. And can you read me a story? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, so I think our next scene is Katina and Olajuwon. Um, Katina. Oh, she's at his place. I'm sorry. She's at his place. Um, oh, they're at the apartment, the mutual place. Oh, first. that's true. That's true. That's and he's true. like I'm going sorry, through the sorry. kitchen. He's like, oh, look, they left us a pan. Like a This was so obnoxious. In the oven. So and obnoxious. he's like, oh, you can use it to cook for me. Goodness. And he says that he expects her to make him breakfast every morning to some degree. And he said when it was just him, he would just get like peanut bread and peanut and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now he knows he can't do that. And he's like, wow. <laughs> What's wow. like what? Why can't you? So wait, so like literally. If that's what you like. So he's making all these comments about the kitchen and cooking. He literally says, and I quote, so you got, you really got no excuse. When are you going shopping? Uh, <laughs> and then he says about peanut butter and bread. And so she promises, Lord, she tells him that she promises to put her best foot forward to make sure he is well fed. That this would be stress. frozen breakfast. <laughs> but like, I'm not getting up before work to make myself or you breakfast. Like getting up to make you breakfast? What do you think this is? <laughs> like what? And the thing is, like, I guess he wakes up and goes to the gym and then he like comes back home. So maybe he's thinking like, when he comes back home from the gym, she'll feed him. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is if you were fine with peanut butter and bread before. <laughs> like what's wrong with you that You do that. Now? Yeah, and honestly, it's the oatmeal, some cereal, whatever you want. And but there's I'm nothing. Not gonna there's nothing wrong with a toasted wheat bread with some almond butter, bananas, blueberries. Like you can really jazz up a piece of toast. So I urge him. You to think maybe... he did that, or you think he had some white bread, <laughs> got a knife, smeared it, shoved oh it down God. his mouth? Maybe I mean, he had two. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just telling him he's got options. So I don't want him stressing my girl with Katina out. She says she feels a lot of pressure. Katina needs to tell him to fix his own fucking She breakfast. has a lot of patience. She does, because I'd be really annoyed. I'd be like, no, this this incompatibility right here, man. When you gonna go shopping? When you go shopping? <laughs> See, if you're already going out in the morning, you could actually bring breakfast back to me, but... When are you going shopping? Good grief. He's, he's a nut. We see Noy and Steve. Um, now... They're at the mutual apartment as well. Neutral. No, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's concerned about fitting in the bed. She's saying her dog, Sushi, will sleep in the bed next to her or like on her pillow, like right at her face. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of not feeling that idea and is thinking su- shoes, uh, sushi, sh- should, sushi should sleep. Goodness. <laughs> he's thinking the dog should sleep on a separate bed or like next to her on the other side. <laughs> Um, what do you think about this? Because I know your dogs <laughs> sleep in the bed. So tell us how you um, how you do how you would do that with a lover. Um, how I usually do it with a lover. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs sleep in the middle usually. What if you uh, choose to be intimate? Well, then they get off the bed. You put them up. You and kick then, them off. <laughs> yeah, and then you do you know your your intimacy, and then you open the door, and then the dogs come back in the room. Just right into the yeah, freshly just, just right into it. You mm. know, just okay. <laughs> but honestly, like I understood what Noah was saying. Like my dogs, like you gonna you want me to have my dog sleep on the floor? First of all, like that's not gonna happen. 
So I'm like, let's just stop there. <laughs> like, there's no need for conversation. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. But I know I you have a different, a different, you know, take on this. I don't know if I have a different take as much as, like, I feel like it's with a brand new person. I feel like that would be a lot. Like, if I went to go spend a night with someone and they were like, oh, my dog's going to sleep between us, I'd be like, what? <laughs> why Why am I here? Um, um, but, but you're there for 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 his company, companionship. Am I? What does one have to do with the other? Okay. Mm, I don't know. My dog doesn't sleep in the bed, but I, if I... I feel like it would be difficult <laughs> to, like, if your dog is, like... If, like, if I went to sleep with Tamara... And her dog was like up on the pillow on top of her head. On top of her head. I'd be like, ma'am. Can I mean, we? Okay, first of all, you know, she's not on top of my head. So like I don't know what Noy was talking about with that, about being on her head or whatever. Like, you know, when my I've friends, seen people's dogs do it. Yeah, but Gracie's too big for that. Like when my friends come over and they spend the night, like literally like my friends will get on the other side of the bed and then Gracie literally comes and just hops in the middle. And then that's just mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, but they're like, also not trying to like be up on you. Like, oh, that's true. Your friends, that's true. Your friends aren't trying to like, you know. Yeah, they're not, you know, not trying to have. So they're probably like, like oh, it's fine. <laughs> Poor Steve here is trying to get some ass. Yeah, and get over it. Sushi is like, this is my mama. So, It'll be I don't know. And this is also his very first time meeting the dog. I think it's a lot. Um. Or he hasn't even met the dog yet at this oh, scene. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So he doesn't know maybe how big this dog is, well, like this dog's honestly, condition. Like I will say to his credit, like he, how tall is Steve? Mm, tall. Like he's. But this little... is the thing. Like, if this was hype from last season, and Gil was like, "Hype is gonna sleep hype? in the bed with us." Oh Gil's my dog. god. Okay, now that's I'd be like, no, no sir. <laughs> like, no, that's not the same. That's not the same. No. But that's the thing, like, you need the context of the dog to really <laughs> like, like Hype was huge and slobbing and Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know no. Sushi's condition. I haven't met him yet, so Well, and that's honestly like that's a good point because like my dogs, like, they get bathed like pretty often. And they're inside Every two dogs. weeks for us. Yeah, and they're inside dogs. So, like, they don't be out there rolling around in grass and shit. Now, I can't speak for everyone else's dogs. You know, I don't know the hygiene schedule. But if my dogs yeah. are going to sleep in the bed with me, then they have to be clean. So, I don't know about Noi and Sushi. I don't know what they got going on. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole handling of the dog care. Because I also wipe my dog down for mm-hmm. after every walk. But, yeah. you know... I, I don't know. I would probably feel just like Steve. Like I don't know about this whole dog thing, um, or like let's see once we once we meet him. But anywho's, um, we go to another mutual <laughs> apartment, <laughs> um, which is you know this is where the definition of mutual comes in. Where there's just one person in the mutual apartment, yeah. and it's Chris, our friend. Um, I guess he's there since he's supposed to be there for the first half i'm really not sure um what he's doing but he's like unpacking brushing his teeth the scene's pretty short because there's no one to talk to um he says he's heard through the grapevine potential reasons why they're not a match such as tattoos or political views um tattoos and political views man yeah the world these days yeah he said he, he he says that Alyssa told him to ask her about any things that you know, he may be concerned about, but he says he can't ask her because he doesn't even have her phone number. 
Which he told us last time on After Party that he never had this girl's number. Even when he asked her for it, he never had it. So, saying a lot there, but he goes to bed anyway. Are you okay? Tattoos and political views. Okay, hashtag that. I love that. (laughs) That's going to be the title of this. She says that, and then she's going to forget. I'm going to be like, what's the title again? Remember. She's going to be like, I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. Tattoos and political views. That should be like a, a like oh. a, like a band or something. So great. Oh, goodness. Let's not. Um, who's who next? We kind uh, of end with Jess Chris. He gets Mina. in the bed and goes to sleep. Yeah, Jess. Oh, oh he... this was a weird scene. Yeah, with Jasmina. Oh, this is a weird situation. Um, so... They are at the mutual, I'm sorry, mutual or neutral um, <laughs> Got apartment. Um, and she's saying that she doesn't want to move in because she needs to find her dog a good doggy daycare. Um, she needs some time to get herself back into the routine. Um, and she just wants a couple of days to like get her dog situated. That's what she's saying, y'all. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm the messenger here. Um, Michael says he doesn't think it's a good idea to like just you know run away when they have disagreements and they shouldn't do that when things get rough she says that she's not not moving in because of their disagreements she's not doing it because of her dog situation situation so she needs a few days to get the dog situated can we like now that's unpacked yes (laughs) because come on (laughs) you knew you were getting married you knew you weren't gonna live at your place and now okay we don't know where this place is from her place but in theory you could still drop your dog off at daycare do you have to put the dog in a new daycare is this something that you were unaware you would need to do and just didn't plan well why does the dog have to have a daycare period like i i don't what's triggering the new doggy daycare not quite sure. What I don't know what she does for work. She works from home or whatnot. She's but... a teacher. Remember, she teaches okay. pre-K or, uh-huh. or something. So I'm assuming she's pulling a Zach and it's like, I need to take my dog to daycare. Clearly. Like, the, she and Zachary must Do people take their dog familiar. to daycare every day? Well, I know some people do, but that's when, like, if they have, like, a job where they're going to be gone all day. So, like, okay. um... Um, I know like some tech people do or yeah. well, again, and this is before pandemic, so I, I'm honestly not sure now, but it's just okay, so but weird. she might be taking her dog to daycare but, every day because she's at school. Okay. So let's say, okay. Okay. So, okay. Let's do this then. So in the couple days that she needs to find her dog, a new doggy daycare, where's the dog going to be? At the old daycare or just with her? Because if that's the case, couldn't the dog just come to the apartment in the interim? Yeah, I think she was saying, like, she's going to go to the apartment so they can continue their routine. And then when she feels comfortable, she'll come over. But Mm. the other thing is, like, it sounds like if she wanted to bring the dog to the mutual apartment, Michael and his hectic work schedule, you know... I guess he... I'm not sure if he could stay with the dog or not, but... Oh, yeah, probably not. I mean, I don't know what he's doing for work, really. I'm just really confused. Um, But yeah, blames it on the dog. Blames (laughs) it on the dog. And Michael's like, okay. I mean, I too have sometimes been like, oh, I gotta go, you guys. But legitimately, it's probably because I gotta take the dogs out. So, like, I do have to take them out. But, like, this is different. Like, this This, is a whole, I need to take four days so that I can, like, do whatever. Like, girl, okay. 
so she can do nothing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. We transition into day eight, which is everyone waking up after their first night together in the mutual apartment. Um, Lindsay and Mark are brushing their teeth. She says Mark moves his head when he brushes his teeth, not the brush, which is a little different. Um, and everyone begins to visit each other's places. We start with Noi and Steve. Steve goes to Noi's apartment. Um, he meets Sushi, the shit zoo. The now, does Noi live in a studio? <laughs> you guys, these apartments. All of them are small. <laughs> I mean, Every I have, single one I saw, I was like, this is really tiny. I, this is really tiny. I have never seen such disturbing footage. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, this looked like a studio, and I was like, wow. I mean, he walks into wow. whatever front door he walks and there's like <laughs> a dresser it. next to it and then there's like her bed is like by it's everything was really cramped oh my god it was giving me so much anxiety yeah um i'm just not sure so she asked him if he wants to hold sushi he's kind of like uh-huh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he holds the dog he talks about he's not comfortable picking up poop um, he says it makes him nauseous. That was insane. <laughs> it makes him He's nauseous just... picking up after a dog. Yeah, I mean, so... But it's just... I mean, that's it's the thing. Easy. If he's nauseous picking up poop, he probably never wants to sleep with a dog. <laughs> um, he doesn't even want to hold the dog, really. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he hates dogs. It just seems like he's very unfamiliar. Mm. It's not giving me Mirla, I'll say. Well, I mean, but she came around. She has a dog now. She did come around, so maybe he will. Maybe there's hope, but right now it seems like he doesn't know what to do. He seems like kind of, you know how someone is the first time they hold a baby, like someone who doesn't hold mm-hmm. babies? That's true. And they're That's like, oh, I don't know how to hold it. Yeah. Do I have to wipe it? <laughs> you know? That's true. That's kind of how he is. Um, but he just seems really uncomfortable. He asked her about what bed she, she'll bring for sushi. Sushi <laughs> apparently has her bed, the couch, and a floor bed, like just a little snuggle up bitch she's gonna bring that one then she says he'll sleep on the bed and on the couch too mm-hmm. so steve is tentative um as as best he could be i guess not understanding how dogs work <laughs> but there may be hope i think he'll come around yeah um and then we transition over to Lindsay Goodness. and mark um they're about to enter his apartment um we can tell that like he's very i think he's a little embarrassed um, because he says that his apartment was super clean before the wedding and everything was in place and now it's just been completely torn apart um, because of the bed bugs. And so they're in some sort of like hazard gear. Um, I don't know. If like, y'all have seen Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what they're wearing. Yeah, like they're in that type of gear um, to, you know, protect themselves. Um, mm-hmm. They walk in, man, um, lots of wood. Um <laughs> It's probably the biggest apartment out of everyone's apartment. Um, Is it the biggest because there's no furniture? Oh, that's probably true. Uh, all the furniture is gone because of the bed bugs. I'm guessing you just got to just th- trash it and just start anew. What um, I'm thinking is he had already been there and then he just brought her over one time because this was part of his filming requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, so lots of woodwork, um, lots of quotes on the walls, a lot of Steve Jobs <laughs> quotes. Um, yeah. Innovate lot, lot and emerge and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Lindsay immediately is like, all right, we're getting rid of the Keurig. Too much plastic. It's bad for the environment. They go around some things. She says, does it spark joy? If not, you're trashing it. Um, so, uh, she starts throwing things in trash bags. Like, how bad would that annoy you? Girl, I, (laughs) if you bring a trash bag and start opening drawers and just throwing things in them, then you can actually see yourself out. Um, that was so triggering for me. And then she was like, patience of a saint. Right? And she's like, do you want this? He's like, oh, well, let's toss it. And then she's like, you need this? No. Toss it. Toss it. Toss it. Um, then she, like, dropped something. I don't know what it was. It yeah, like I don't know what paper. that was either. I couldn't catch it. It looked like it just flew off the desk. But right. he was just apparently like, he told her to be careful. Down. I'm like, oh, Mark. <laughs> um, so then he says in his um, confessional that there is no way that he would want to move his stuff out of his apartment like this. So I'm like, well, Steve, I mean, Steve, um, Mark, like, <laughs> I don't know, say something then. Like, why isn't he saying anything? Yeah, I mean, he says he's, like, generally pretty organized and didn't want his shoes and watches and stuff just being thrown <laughs> trash into trash bags. Which I which appreciate. Like, but I, I also it. immediately, like, I know people go into, like, fight, flight, or, like, freeze. And I get it. Like, Lindsay's fucking chaotic. So, like, you got this fucking hurricane in Do your you place. think he's, like, blacked out and sh- <laughs> I really like, think he he's can't like, come online. I think he's just not there versus like, I'm so reactionary. I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Poor Mark. I just. It's rough. It's, I think he does try rough. to kick her out and he's like, I'll finish like, or something. Yes. Like Bless his heart. And then she's just, I feel like she means well, but it's just. A, she it's has a bit, no awareness. None. Like, it's a bit much. Like, you have to read the room. Like, you just toss it a shit everywhere and throw away the Keurig and throw this and throw that and you've had that what are these CDs these are he had 90210 CDs like, yeah what? he had 90210 and baseballs from his childhood right. I don't know and she was like, it doesn't matter that. it's his stuff it's his <sighs> stuff um, which I think you have to be very careful with other people's things because mm-hmm. and he's a an, an older gentleman so like those things you know have <laughs> survived <laughs> you know he, those have been with him for a long time He's an only child, and even when he went to the exactly. kitchen, he was like, I only use this one plate. I just use it and wash it and put it back. And they're plates like, from his mom, it. I think. Yeah. And she she asked him, does it, does it spark joy? I'm like, girl, And up. he's like, no. And she's like, Throw, those are his mom's plate. Like, <laughs> Toss it. Goodness. Even if it didn't spark joy, this is the only plate he eats off of. So it must. So ridiculous. Just keep it. Just keep it. Oh, so sad. It's bad. It's bad with them, y'all. Um, we see Katina and Olajuwon. Uh, Olajuwon is a homeowner, in case y'all didn't know. So he probably has the him. biggest place, I guess. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. I forgot about that, too, when I said everyone's house was small. But, his but even his is like small. <laughs> it's a house. So by nature, it's probably bigger. But, Goodness. Um, He's being a little dramatic, talking about can you no picture us walking up to the house and like the kids running out. He's really like this dreamer type of personality that's just a lot. Um, if, and she's like, "We're doing it right now. We're walking up to it." Right. He's like, "Yeah, but look, think about the, wow. think about the kids, mommy and daddy. Like, and why like, would they, how about we just first be of all, in the why moments? would kids?" Why would kids be running out of the house? Where would y'all leave the kids in the house and they would have to run out to say, Mom, like, what's happening? I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, he takes her into the kitchen. It's also an older home, Jeez. lots of wood. Um, he has these terrible window valences <laughs> or treatments or whatever you want to call them. Um, As I think one of my, I think someone in my family has those. Ooh, don't put them on blast. I don't, well, don't I, it's, it's appropriate for them because I'm pretty sure they're at least 68. <laughs> okay. So like when I saw that, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know even where you purchase these. Um, maybe like but, Burlington? Oh. Steinmark maybe? Oh, I don't know. Girl. I'm just throwing these out old places. things. Okay, <laughs> don't know. So these window treatments, have, I see sometimes people have. I love you saying window treatments. You really try to fancy them up, girl. I, I appreciate <sighs> the sink. Uh, the window above the above the kitchen sink. He has like the little piece going across with the little part that you pull in, like the little curtain part, and then he has it somewhere else, like on the opposite wall. Bless it's him. just a lot. It says like coffee. And he's, he's talking like, about, well, <laughs> Katina's like, you can get rid of that. And he's like, even though I make the best coffee in the world, I'm like, really? And then she's really like, but you don't more. need it to say that. <laughs> you don't. She hates it. Yeah. He wants to show her the gym. And he says it's the gym. But she's like, oh, you have a basement? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it looks cramped. Oh, um, my God. With green walls. How did he even get the, um, the treadmill The Smith there. machine? Oh, all of that. I don't, like, how, I don't know. I do notice as he's like walking around showing her stuff, he keeps asking, you know, do you like do you this? Like it? Or what do you, you like think? it? It's, it's like so it? much fishing for Goodness. approval. He needs a lot of validation. I mean, he does this all the time. So I can pick you up. I got to get up here so I can pick you up. Pick you up. Yeah. Like, oh, she says she can see herself living there if they like Bless paint the walls heart. different and paint change some walls, things. Girl. That's just. Uh, <laughs> he asked her what grade she would give his house. She's like, overall, an eight, wow. about a five for decorations. That was generous. I didn't Very see it, generous. But... She must like him. We didn't see his bedroom or anything, right? No, we didn't. I, think I feel like we just saw enough. the kitchen and the ba- in the basement, and then we were outside. I don't think that there was anything to see. I really don't. Uh, yeah. I can't okay. imagine what it looks like. It's it's tough for poor poor little Olajuwon. Oh, goodness. Um, so then we move to is this Mark and Lindsay again? Lindsay's apartment again. Yeah, we see yes. them a lot. This 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 is their episode, you guys. This is this is all them. I feel like they've already had a couple episodes, and mm. well, that should be good. Cruising. Um, so they go over to Lindsay's apartment. I gave this maybe 500 square feet and that's being very generous. Mm. Um, or maybe like a, like a 450 square feet. Um, so the cost it, it, of living in Boston must be ridiculous. It must be nuts. Um, it's gotta be insane because these apartments, it's tough. Like this is, this is beyond New York. Like I, I don't, I don't I There's something realized. about it because, like, even the, the New York apartments feel a bit more modern, or maybe it's the Boston people that are there. <laughs> kind of older, so you know, original, very town. historic, very historic, perhaps. Because I was like, these apartments are like giving me like Boston Tea Party. This is crazy. <laughs> Everything um, needs to be a little more renovated and updated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, she did make it very cozy. There are plants everywhere. She must get really great light. Um, she's named all of her plants. There's, she's spritzing him and talking to him. Mark is looking like he's 
<laughs> really confused. There's um, a lot of stuff in this small space. A lot of stuff. Mark says that the stove in the kitchen is like a kid's stove because it's super small. Um, she brings out the squatty potty and says that in India, blah, 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 blah. Um... Yeah. That's what she, yeah, that's what she wants to bring, and she has, like, a lot of stuff from her travels on the wall. It's, so, like, a lot of mm-hmm. disjointed stuff that doesn't go together, but it's yeah. just... And he, he says her Mother Earth, he said, something about it's very <laughs> Mother it's Earth. Very, it's very Mother Earth. He, he keeps saying, it's so you. Yes, it's so and she's like, what you. does that mean? Yeah, so he decides very quickly that's not an ideal place for them to both be together, based Good on... Good God. Oh. Size and all the stuff in there, which, I mean... His apartment probably was bigger. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had a landlord though, so was it like a yeah. think like a duplex or a townhouse or something, and not an actual know. apartment? Apartments like, don't have landlords. No, and I honestly, I don't know. I need locations for these apartments. Like, I just, I mm. need it needs to make sense. I'm gonna do a quick research as we're you know going just to see like what's what is the the scene like? Maybe yeah. they're not in Boston proper. Maybe they're like in maybe they're in Farmington. That Farmington place. Check that out. Um, mm. Or Framingham. Is yeah, that what it yeah, is? Yeah, Framingham. Shit. You're right. Yeah, I'll do some research because it's very troubling what we're seeing. It's, there's not a lot to see with most of these people's mm-hmm. residents, which is okay. Um, it's just, I didn't realize it would be this, it would be a theme or a current yeah, theme for everyone. all of them. So guys, if you're in the Boston yeah. area, please let us know what's the scene like. Because, you know, I think we're, you know, our apartments aren't, you know, it's nothing to write home about. But I mean, you know. Uh, yeah I feel like my first apartment here was like pretty small and like had that kind of wood wood look that I was like I hate it here I moved after a year no but, I couldn't yeah my I'm yeah as we can all kind of tell like I can't do the wood wood woodwork um no <laughs> it's not for me I Thank like you. what I think it has to be appropriate um not like wood paneling and things like like that's too much um Okay, we leave from Lindsay's place. She's She has two cats right there, and he has three cats. Okay, so he's like, no, it's not going to work. We see Noi and Steve. They go to Steve's place. Steve's place is also pretty small. It's very bachelorish. <laughs> um, he has workout equipment spread throughout in just various locations. He has nunchucks. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to talk to her about these damn LED lights. Oh, my God. Now, Steve... I believe is 38. Yes, he is. Now, um, as a person who has previously worked with teenagers and, you know, talked to them about their bedrooms, they have LED lights in their bedrooms along the ceiling because it's the teenage thing to do. If you've been on TikTok, mm-hmm. you will see teenagers have LED lights in their bedrooms. Oh, now, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like some, it's a trend <clears throat> with the, with the children. Mm. Um, where they like turn them different colors, they do the little TikTok dances, you know, it's very <laughs> oh god. You very kids. teen friendly. Now Steve, on the other hand, grown ass man, he has <laughs> LED lights everywhere except for in the bathroom and the hallway, and I think the kitchen. All of his other rooms, his living room, his bedroom, LED lights. He changes them to different colors. He shows her the party lights. Noi looks terrified, like what what's happening? Um, and he says, well, we can bring, we can either bring all these lights to the mutual apartment or we can just buy new ones. I don't think she wants the lights, but I don't think he wants the dog. So yeah, I gotta, you gotta compromise, you know, I don't know. Would you be willing to compromise with lights? 
Um, I mean, I do have like some, I guess they are LED lights, but I only have them on for like special occasions and like during Christmas, like they're like my Christmassy lights. So like just to have them on on a casual Friday is strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I went to someone's house once and they had like the hue lights and they, and they, Change the colors like blue or something, and I was like, "This is I can't see anything." Uh, well, then I'd also be like, "What are we about to do?" <laughs> like, yeah, like we're trying to watch on? TV. I'm like, "This just reduced the visibility." I don't. Well, and plus, it's like the vibes have changed. So, like, is <laughs> something we need to discuss? Like, I don't know. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I thought I wanted hue lights at one time, and then I was like, mm, "Maybe I don't need that. I could just dim the lights, or turn mm-hmm. them off, or light yeah. a candle." I love a dimmer, like a soft light. Like, I yeah. love that. Love that. I even would take like the twinkly, like Christmas lights that people put up sometimes. I think that's mm, yeah. You know? I love a string light. I love a string. Yes, light. a string light. That's what I mean. Yeah. But these LED lights, these little strips that you put up, that's coming like. Like he's doing party work. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel if I went to your place. You were thirty eight, and that's that's tough. <laughs> that's pretty tough. Now, mind you, neither of us have ever been thirty eight. So, that's true. but that's <laughs> but I hope that when we are, God willing, I'm not sure what that looks like. But if that's yeah. what it looks like, <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I will say I'm looking at some apartments in the Boston area, and they the have ones- some options. There's some options. I mean, I'm hmm. seeing, you know, very high, you know, 2K up to the 3K range for, you know, um, the newer what? places like studios. What's the square footage? Uh, it's tough, you guys. It's maybe like 500 square feet. Um, but the older places that I'm seeing, similar to the ones that we are seeing on this episode, are like under like 2K. Like nineteen hundred to like twenty five hundred, so maybe it's really. I think it's just a very expensive market. Damn, that's a. I don't know if I. I have to live somewhere else. I would be in New York for those prices. Shit, think I'm about to pay that in Boston. (laughs) Sorry, it's a no for me. And Um, I didn't even get into Framingham. Framingham, I think, is way cheaper though because it's like in the suburbs, college town. Yeah, well. They're a college. <laughs> They're a college generous. of collegiate people. Um, I see a few studios. Actually, no, it's just as expensive. You guys, tell us what's going on in Boston. What's going mm-hmm. on? I mean, that's probably why uh, Steve decided he was going to take his road trip and mm-hmm. figure out where he wants to live because Starting who to make wants to pay for to that? Me. <sighs> so, yeah. It's so then rough. we get over to Jasmina and Michael. Um, we are looking at Michael's apartment. Um, a lot of interesting, um, discoverings from this we've, encounter. We've been here before with the, um, the window AC unit and the futon. Indeed, we have. Um, so he shows Jasmina his room. It was pretty bare bones. He has some artwork over his bed. It's like a, it's like a woman, I guess, you know, with no clothing on, he says it was a birthday gift. Jasmina's like making jokes, like, oh, it's a naked woman, and you have a kinky drawer. I'm like, wow, this is very, um, it's very, um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, she says that it's very frat boy. Um, and then they go out into the living room. She's asking questions about the crystals, <laughs> and she's like, is this any of your things? He says, no, he's hardly ever there. Um, she has to go to his roommate's room and she's like, is that where all your stuff that you're hiding is? 
Um, and that's then, so weird. Very strange. Um, she's fucking weird. I mean, they're just weird. Um, <laughs> it's just weird. So then sh- he asks, no. So then all of a sudden, like a woman comes in and out. I mean, we don't really see her, but we see a woman like coming and closing one of the doors. And so he has a girl roommate. Michael's looking strange. Um, Jasmina's confused because she's just like, why didn't you mention that you had a girl roommate? Michael says that it never came up. And she says, but I told you that I had, I had a guy roommate. Why wouldn't you just say that you had a girl roommate as well? And he was just saying, oh, I don't know. This was so ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, one thing I think we neglected to recap, when they are initially at the mutual apartment, when she decides she's not going to stay there because of this doggy situation, she does um, ask him. She talks about her roommate as, as a guy. You know, he was at the wedding. Um, but then she does ask him, has he ever lived with a woman? And he says, no, never. Yeah. Um, Literally that says, was, no, never. And that was the day prior. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jasmine is like, what the, why didn't you say anything? Yeah. And like his response is like, oh, it never came up. But we li- they literally just talked about it. Yeah. I mean, we've known each other for a whole week now and probably spent almost all of our hours together i would mm-hmm. assume i know who who you live with even if it's just like their names even if you're like oh this bitch is dirty or right. you know this one always uh eats all the food or this person cooks or whatever you know mm-hmm. just normal things about who you live with but i don't know she's annoyed she says she's disappointed hmm. yeah it was just i mean and it's unnecessary like i'm just unsure of like when men just like like lie for no reason it's like but you didn't have to uh, do that like we it, it didn't even have to be like this yeah to say something never came up is not fair because how would i know that how would i know to ask you that yeah it was just but. weird and then even when she was there like couldn't he have gotten ahead of this and been like hey you're coming to my place just fyi i've got a girl roommate um like couldn't he have said something he could have, or he could have said, hey, this is my wife, this is my roommate, introduce each, you know. Yeah, it's just so strange. Uh, it's, it's, he's not doing good. Um, we see Mark and Lindsay briefly trying to put their cats together. Um, all we really see is Mark worried about everything, about the cats, about the plays, all the stuff he can't control. He says it's adding pressure. You know, he's just, he's getting stressed out. He looks like he's inflating and about to explode. Then we kind of cycle back, right back to Jasmine and Michael. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they're organizing, um, pa- unpacking, lots of silence. It's um, tense. <laughs> so tense, like all their scenes. Um, Jasmina starts to ask him about, you know, just the situation with the roommate but then she zeroes in on asking if he has a single roommate, um, if he just has one, and he says that he actually has two female roommates. Um, so then there's footage. They run it back to him blatantly lying about saying that he's never lived with a woman before. And she says that it bothers her that he didn't tell her and had multiple opportunities to tell her. Um, he gets a little defensive, and he says it was a bad judgment call, and he should have said something. 
And she just looks at him and is just like, what you're saying doesn't make any fucking sense. And I, I mean, she didn't say fucking, but like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any And he's just looking and like, she's looking and why does it have to be so difficult with these two? I, I just don't understand. Maybe we're missing something, but like every scene is so tense and weird and I, I just don't know what to make of it. I really don't. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't really have much to offer there. It's, mm. It is what it is. That's and about it. <sighs> yeah. So then, should I go over to Lindsay? Yeah. Lindsay's telling us all Mark's business again. Girl. Okay. So <laughs> Lindsay is doing like a little selfie cam. She says, life is tough. You know, apparently Mark's grandma is 70 pounds. I'm not sure why she needed to share that with us. Um, but she's 70 pounds, and I guess because of that isn't doing well. I don't even know why that was even relevant. And his landlord is ridiculous. Uh, Mark's about to explode from all the stress, and she doesn't know who he is right now. Who he is off camera is different from who he is on. He's very hot and cold, and she doesn't think that he's aware of that, and it's driving her insane. Now, uh, <laughs> I don't know if Mark actually ever shared his own business with production yeah. it was cut out but the way it's edited everything i'm learning about mark is through her and i want her to stop telling us his business and yeah i mean just we don't need to know and then she i think she says the woman's name is denise or something stop telling his business like he hasn't told yeah, us landlord, anything yeah and then it's, the grandma and the mom like it's just it's too much Lindsay. like let's just take a pause yeah let's just pause. it's it's bad um that's probably why he's annoyed too, but because he can't say anything. Poor Mark. Yeah. She's just trying to steamroll him from her well intended, uh, privileged, entitled position. Indeed. We get some footage of our friend Chris. Um, Chris is disc golfing with his friend Nick. Chris has tucked his <laughs> tucked his shirt in again. Yeah, I mean he's um, got to. He's got to be able to move. Yeah, you know he's he's. Doing the disc golf thing. And we see Alyssa go meet up with her mom, Josie. Now, we have some interesting conversation going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. So, Alyssa tells her mom, and she's very different with her mom. She's, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but she tells her mom she thinks she's blacked out from the time she saw him until they got to the honeymoon. Which we all know isn't true. Um, She asked mom what she was expecting. And mom's like, oh, I thought he'd be a cowboy. She says, me too. (laughs) We're in Boston? Am I missing something? Well, remember they had like that. When we met her, she told her friends and her mom that she was going to get married. They were like at a winery. And she's talking about country and lace and cowboy boots and stuff like that. So Mm. I believe she thought this was going to be like a country person. Mom goes on to say, but he's cute and he's a great guy. He's very nice. <laughs> Alyssa's like, but you haven't seen the way he treats me. He, like, debates and <laughs> and I don't think he's actually debated with her, though, because they haven't they spoken haven't really to each talked. other. But however the way he treats her, um, she says he debates. Chris is telling his also very reasonable friend, Nick, um, that he learned they're incompatible due to not him not having an eagle tattoo. And Nick says that if someone told him that their regular psychic talked about tattoos, it would be a, a no for him. Um, 
he wouldn't advise anyone to continue that relationship. And he says it's, well, he doesn't say it's a hard pass, but it's pretty much a hard pass. Prior to this, we did hear Chris saying that he really trusts his friend Nick, and if Nick thinks it's not a good idea, then it's probably not going to be a good idea. Um, so, trusted friendship. Nick seems reasonable. Um, we go back to Alyssa and Josie. Josie seems to have been prepped by production. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. With some of these very pointed questions. Um, she asks about what are the core differences. And Alyssa starts talking about he has a lack of respect for others because she saw some posts. And Alyssa has done a lot of research on this man without ever speaking to him. But indeed, she says indeed. she saw a post on Instagram about defunding the police and why would he say that because if he ever needs them they're not going to come help him because Mm. he took away their funding um she said that was very disturbing for her and she really cares about first responders and that kind of thing (laughs) what'd you get from that before we transition back to chris how did that affect you You know, not surprised. I mean, you know, mm. like this cowboy talk and, <laughs> you know, these tears and just lies. Um, she looks like the type who would think that defunding the police means that we're just going to take all the funding and just be wild, wild west out here. and Just no police. That's what that no means. Order. Wild, wild west for cowboys and cowgirls. I mean, that like, you guys, like, I'm, I'm sure you guys know this, but when we say defund the police, most of us mean to reallocate some of those resources to mental health, um, mental health priorities or some other things that maybe could of use. Maybe the paramedics, because I think they could probably use some additional funds as well. Um but you guys know that like police are being called out on these mental health crises and they are not trained to do so. And because of that, you know, people are, are being killed. They're, you know, being murdered. Um, the gentleman who was autistic, who was in the Denver area, um, Elijah, oh, Elijah, mm-hmm. that was a mental health crisis. I, I don't even know if that was a mental health crisis. Like he was he just walking down the street. Crisis. Yeah. He was just walking down the street <laughs> and he's autistic and they were just like, Oh, you know, He's doing something and then they killed him. And it's like, don't get me, don't get me started on this. Alyssa is a f- idiot. She doesn't know what she's talking about. So that's just, that's where I stand for that. So. Mm. Yeah. So, um, we know what side of whatever she's on. Yeah. Um, yeah. she's an insurrectionist. That's fine. Mm, yeah. Where was she that day? She was mm. there. She probably was leading the charge. Um, Chris tells his friend Nick that he, same thing he's talked to us about before, that he can't talk to her because all of the information he's learned has just came from other sources. Um, Mom Josie asks Alyssa, what do you need for, for decision day to make a decision? Alyssa says she needs trust, honesty, and communication, which is the most bizarre thing to say <laughs> when you won't even speak to someone, sit on a bench with them, share a bed, have a cup of coffee. How are you going to get trust? I don't know what she's talking about. I'm so she doesn't know what she's talking perplexed. about. Perplexed. Does I it really, just sound I like really the right answer? Know. Is that what I should say? 
Like, honestly, like, her scenes at this point, like, I just don't even know, like, what's going on. I need on. trust, honesty, and communication. He doesn't even have your phone number. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't know. I don't know. We go from there to Pastor Cal's going to meet with all the couples because I guess it's his <laughs> time to mm-hmm. interview everyone. Yeah. Um, let's kind of have kind of what we have for the second half of the show. Do you want to start with him visiting yes, Jessica and Michael? Yes, I will. Interesting conversation. Mm. Now, you guys know that I am not like a huge fan of Pastor Cal. So, you know, let's just, you know, I want to just preface that. <laughs> with this information thank you um pastor cal says that he wants to talk honestly you know with jasmine and michael about where they are he says the marriage started to spiral on the honeymoon he says and i quote what the heck is the problem jasmina says that michael talks to her a certain way and it's aggressive loud and the tone is very disrespectful in general she says that his family has also said that he can act that way Michael says that because he told her that he needs to work on that, it's like almost backfire because now she won't stop saying that it's a problem for him, Um, Mm. which I actually do understand. I actually was on his side with that because it's like he told her something in confidence and now she's just like, well, your family said this is a problem. Family said this is a problem. Yeah, she's pulling on Alyssa like, oh, I heard that this that they told me. So this is definitely Mm -hmm. an issue without ever truly experiencing it exactly well she said although i think she has experienced it because well i don't know i don't know it seemed like that they she if i don't if i recall maybe the past two episodes i thought he apologized for like his tone and i thought he actually agreed that he had yelled at her but now sitting in front of pastor cal he is saying that he doesn't yell he says that he has a tone and it's very condescending but he does not yell so then Jasmina gets upset and she's just saying that now you're lying and saying that you haven't yelled at me, but you have yelled at me and there's never any cameras around. Mm. So then they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Michael is saying he doesn't agree with the word aggressive. Pastor Cal is getting annoyed. Um, so he's <laughs> saying, you know, why is the communication not working? Um, you know, honesty and transparency are important. And then he just completely shelves it and is like, Jasmina, are you willing to forgive and move on? And I'm like, what? Oh, well, before he saw, said this hawking thing. Oh, no, we had any, that was after that. Oh. Yeah, because he said, are you willing to forgive and move on? She says yes. And then Pastor Cal talks to Michael about talking oh, you're to, right, you're right, you're right. talking mm-hmm. with and talking at. So, like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, I can get that because it's like, they're just. Are you, they're bickering at this point. So like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that's done true. is done. Like, let's let's try to just go forward because y'all don't agree. Y'all just aren't gonna yeah. agree. But then he also says, you know, Jasmina, when Michael gets this way or when he starts to talk um, in a tone that you don't agree with, look at him and say, "I am not your enemy." Hmm. Um, what do you think about that? Is that supposed to fix everything? My note after that was, when can we replace Pastor Cal? Okay. So, yeah, I don't really like, what is that, what is that, what does that do? I wish, I wish I knew. Um, <laughs> like, what is, is that supposed I to fix everything? quite sure what the, <laughs> I think maybe to, if I had to say my best guess, I would just 
think it'd be like a code word to like clue him in that like, look, you're being a little bit much right now. I need you to tone it back a little bit. Kind of like if you're like, okay, our code word for arguing is lobster. And if I say lobster, like we need to end it. Mm. But if she's saying I'm not your enemy, then maybe he'll reflect and be like, okay. I don't know. Don't know if it'll work, but uh, I don't know. Also, her body language is very guarded in this scene. She has her arms crossed. She has her mm-hmm. legs crossed. She has a she pillow between them. <laughs> she can't stand him. So this it's is over. not. It's not really great. Um, that's kind of where it ends. I don't know. Pastor Kyle's like, okay, I told y'all a couple <laughs> things. Y'all got it from here. No, they don't though. Mm, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, we transition from them to uh, Katina and Elijah. Now, before we get started, um, or not before we get started, but okay, we see Katina. <laughs> and I know we've talked about her style before. Mm-hmm. She has a hat on. This is like the third and, hat. Yeah, she has this hat on in the apartment. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> it's different for me because she also had a hat on. When they visited Olajuwon's yeah. place. I don't think we actually visited Katina's place. Um, but I'm like, is something going on with the wig? Like, why absolutely. is she wearing a hat inside? There's what is absolutely happening? something going on with the wig. The wig was already, like, lifting, like, in the first episode. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so, yes, I was like, something going this? on with the wig. <laughs> I was like, why does she have this hat on in the house? Well, and, that's <laughs> my, and my whole thing is, like, I'm confused as to why she hasn't why she didn't just put braids in mm. like cause she went to Puerto Rico and all that humidity. And if that wig is like laid, I assume she's not taking it off every night. I, I just, I'm, I've got, I've got questions. I don't know. I mean, we've already, I don't know what her budget is like for all these things. I'm assuming it looks like she, um, may have purchased some outfits for the show. Wait, did we see um, her place? That's what I just said. We didn't see her place, but. Oh no. Based on the things she's wearing, I'm like, maybe she put her money towards this stuff instead of, like, um, like the hair section of things. Because she's wearing, like, a lot of, like, cohort outfits and, like, dresses that aren't necessarily expensive, but, like, stuff you could buy in bulk. Buy in bulk? Oof, jeez. (laughs) That's tough to hear. Like, a lot of, like, if you were to go on... She in or fashion of like oh, stuff you could like. Oh no! Okay, Jay. It just doesn't. Okay, I'll Let's stop. Anywho's, uh, Pastor Kyle's like, oh, it smells good in here. And she's like, I made spaghetti and garlic bread. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, you threw down. Um, and she's like, well, you know his expectation. And Pastor Kyle's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This wasn't a deal breaker for him. We spoke with him. Elijah starts turning red mm. and sweaty. And he's like, well, you know, I have like a level of expectation from my wife. Um, oh, my next note was I was so really distracted by the hat, you know. Anywho, it was a lot. Um, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I started typing about that, so I'm not sure what was said exactly after that. Um, but I think um, it was something about, um, yeah, it was. Oh, just, the way he talks to her. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah Pastor yeah. Kyle was talking about he saw the clip of them on the horses, and he didn't like the way that he was talking to her. Um, Katina said that it's fine, but Elijah struggles with his execution and the way he says his words. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently she feels like she can stand up to him. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kyle asks about intimacy. 
Um, they Katina says no very quickly. Elijah is kind of like, eh, no, it's, it's my decision because which what if it doesn't work out? Weird. Which is I didn't understand what he was saying. I. It seems like after he had his hotation, he decided that he <laughs> wasn't gonna have sex with her because he might mess it up. Like I don't know. I don't think he trusts himself. Um, to what? To have sex and then what? Like not to have sex and not be an asshole after to like Jeez. stay in a relationship. Maybe I don't know. Um, on the <laughs> after party with Keisha, little Rudy, Katina was on this episode and she said that this was actually a mutual decision between them. It wasn't just his decision mm. uh, as he framed it in the episode. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I. I'm not understanding. I, 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 it's something weird there because she was saying yeah. that like we don't make out or we don't like have these like hot and heavy sessions. Uh, mm-hmm. We just kind of don't put ourselves in that position. But I thought they were in that position when they came back to the room and they were like the rose petals and stuff, and he was crying. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> you know if you weren't gonna if you're gonna be intimate any other time, why not then? <laughs> Yeah, I guess, um, and it's like, and I'm not saying they need to, like, have sex or something, but, like, are they not, like, kissing or, like, you know, caressing or, um, I don't know, just the whole know. language around that was just weird. So I was like, what are you doing? It is. Because I feel like if you kiss enough, like, something will happen. I mean, granted, it's only been a week, but, like, even on the honeymoon, like, what are you doing? Big. I don't know. But yeah, honestly, I need- him to snuggle you? But I also need more information about this hair situation. Like when the when the cameras are gone, like what's going on? <laughs> well, his hair isn't. You know, he got either has a big forehead or receding hairline. So, okay, it's. Geez. I'm sorry. Also, goodness, with the bulk, I mean, you got the sheens and the bulk clothing. Like it's just poor. It just, it just looks inexpensive. Two. It does, it's which just... is why I'm more confused about where's the money going then. I mean, if her wigs can be very expensive, so I don't, they I don't know what she does. <laughs> wigs can be expensive. Braids can be expensive. So Absolutely. I'm not sure her finances. We didn't see where she lives. So I mean, if it's anything like I these apartments, then my goodness. I think but... we saw it when we met her, but I can't remember. So yeah. Well, it I do want to say that um, Pastor Cal did make a note about um the language that Elijah uses and he was saying that you know 30 40 50 years ago it was okay to expect your wife to be cooking every day all day um but he doesn't want Elijah to be stuck in a time warp so I thought that was really important because Elijah was like no no I'll cook breakfast I said I'll cook breakfast every morning for us I'm like no you didn't you didn't say that that. you didn't say that because the way Katina looked she didn't say that exactly he didn't he was expecting her to feed him his meals and I think Pastor Cal hit on that with saying like you expect her to be barefoot and pregnant and just you know right. making children for you. No, that's not the case. I think it's the case, but he just doesn't want to be <laughs> looking bad. Pastor Cal's like, man, you don't want to look like that on TV. You don't, you don't want to be coming off with this, with this perception. So I think that kind of reined him in. You know, Pastor Cal really loves mental. Mm, especially connected to these black men for some reason um anywho's who do we move to next uh lindsey and mark again yeah so it's a quick clip um so Mm -hmm. mark and lindsey are at the table it's a very tense moment there's some wine on the counter um she is saying that she's having some 
issues with him. She feels like she's getting two different versions of him and he's completely shifted his demeanor. He doesn't tell her what he needs and all she's seeing is red flags. He says that he sees red flags too, but he's taking it day by day because it's early. Um, So then she gets even more upset and tells him that she needs a moment, uh, but he's just standing there. So she's just like, I need a moment. I need a moment. He's like, well, what does that mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? And she was like, I don't know. Go walk over there. Go be by the cats. And I'm like, but if you need a moment, don't you leave? Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand. So she's very frustrated. And I guess maybe something's crazy is happening off camera because she looks like she's she's been going through it. Yeah. She also says she needs Pastor Cal. And I was like, okay, interesting. Interesting. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, we see Noy and Steve meet with Pastor Cal. They're both happy as two pigs in slop. Lots of smiles. <laughs> wow. um, two pigs in what? Slop. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Pastor Cal asks about the whole ch- children situation. Noy says she will not compromise on three kids. <laughs> based on <laughs> her family experience. Good grief. Um, because he's like, well, hold on. What's the rash? Why three? Like, you don't have any kids. You've never had a kid. How do you know three is what you want? And she's kind of like, well, my family had three kids. And a lot of um, my extended family's networks have three kids. So Pastor Kyle's like, well, what if... First of all, Steve is 38 and she is, what, 30... I think 32. Three, three, 34 Maybe 33, something. 34, yeah. So she better yeah, start. So she's, she better hurry up. Exactly. She should have been having kids years ago not that she can't have kids now y'all but you know as you get older the risk becomes higher she wants to have three um which is kind of and she probably can but it's just like uh, this notion that like she can't it's it's three or nothing or like it's three or three it's just very yeah pastor Kyle's like well what if it takes a while what if it isn't possible or what if there's like a special needs kid that requires a little bit more attention resources whatever She's like, nope, three. Three is what it's going to be. She, I mean, Steve is kind of like, well, let's have one and let's have two and then let's see how we feel about three. She doesn't care. Three it is for her. She also starts talking about not wanting to worry about money. Um, She starts crying because she hasn't told Steve yet that her family grew up in a refugee camp and that they didn't have money. Um, but we do hear her talk a little bit more about that in her talking head. She's saying she had, like, two shirts when she was a kid. Um, and it was rough, but things are better now. But she doesn't want to be in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about his unemployment, um, which can be very triggering for someone who's um, had scarce resources before. Right. Um, Steve really isn't worried about his employment. He says he has a lot of self-employment options. Mm-hmm. Um but well, it sounds like she really... But he's still working, though, right? Isn't he freelance? I think he... I think you can be freelance and not actively be working at the same time. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I'll take a project on if it comes my way. Right, I'm not right, right. working on anything right now. Okay. Um, I just think it doesn't translate to, like, full-time stability of, like, oh, I have a check coming every two weeks, and I have insurance, and mm-hmm. those kinds of things that may make her a little bit more nervous. Um, so... I, it doesn't sound like he's quite sold on working for someone is the other yeah. thing. 
-hmm. and having that level of stability you guys know he's kind of a vagabond so (laughs) i don't know if he's gonna do that and i don't know if she's gonna be okay with him not doing that but she wants to have three kids so she must be able to afford three kids somehow i guess so i don't know that sounds that's a weird thing to like uh not not like budge on that's like a yeah, that's a weird hill to die on. It like, is. Oh, it is strange. Like, I you have could to have barely three. find a husband, period. <laughs> like, you were flying all over the world for love, and now that you have one, you're like, okay, well, it's three kids or nothing. Then it's like, wh- what? Like, I just, I don't get it. How do you decide? I know people who are like, oh, whatever the Lord gives me, or maybe, yes, maybe two, yeah, maybe three, exactly. maybe a possible, um, or like, like I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, but usually three? it's like whatever is God's will. So I mean, like, ever sh- I just want. What her if to... she has three and then like accidentally gets pregnant again? Well, you know, one's gotta go. Oh, goodness, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you can't be so. <laughs> like, you don't know what's gonna happen again. You don't know. Her body might be working. I don't know if his mm-hmm. is because he's been a, a vagabond for a while. So <laughs> I guess he looks like he takes care of his body, though. I mean, um, looks can be deceiving. You never know. And he exactly. is older. So, I mean, you know, it's older sperm. You got to keep that in mind as well. Older sperm. You have genetic conditions that could be possible in the families. Yeah. We just don't know. But this is what Noi wants. And we'll see how it works, I guess, Indeed. for her. So let's get into Mark and Lindsay with Pastor Cal. Again, how many times have we seen them? It's just, this is the Mark and Lindsay sorry, show y'all. because it's a slow, it's a it's a fast decline. You know, you're, the highs and lows. You know, highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pastor Cal um, comes into the apartment. Mark is there to greet him. Lindsay was on the balcony. I didn't know what she was doing. Um, so Pastor Cal goes out there and it's like, hey, and she's like, oh, I was just doing my meditation on the balcony okay girl full of shit um so they sit on the sofa um you know pastor cal wants to talk about what's going on mark says that the way that Lindsay um does things um it feels condescending and oh wait no i'm sorry mark said wait does mark say that or does Lindsay say that no, Mark that says what's that. been condescending. Yeah, Mark says that the way that Lindsay has been talking to him, like mm-hmm, it, it, mm-hmm. it feels off, and he feels like it's good to have a healthy professional mediator to listen to their concerns and give their two cents. And so Lindsay says that she was open and honest with Mark on the wedding night, and she really thought that it's meant to be, but she doesn't think that he is giving her the best version of himself, and she is trying to help him where she thinks he needs help. She thinks that he isn't processing the changes well, and she says that he doesn't want to hold her hand or be affectionate with her, and her feelings are hurt because he went from all to nothing. She says she's insulted and upset. She starts crying, and she says that he is clueless as to why he's making her feel this way. Mm. Pastor Cal asks Mark if he is afraid, and Mark says that he just met Lindsay, so he doesn't want to get her upset. He says that he met her on the wedding and, you know, there was a lot of excitement, but she's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that, you know, during the honeymoon, they talked and they had an int- intimate moment and it felt great. Um, but then the situation on the plane, he didn't like that. It showed him a side of her that he didn't like. And then they got intimate again and it felt like a different connection. And he respects her enough to tell her that he has to go slow and he tried to tell her, but he didn't just want to have sex just to have sex. 
He says the sex is great, but he can't just do it if he doesn't feel like himself. Mm. So he says that she comes in with affection, but sometimes it's too much and it pushes him away. And he feels like he's not in his own skin. Wow. Yeah. He says that she pokes at him and he just shuts his mouth. And Lindsay says that she doesn't think she's given him a reason to feel any of that. And she says, and I quote, let me define the bullshit. I don't know what he said. It's just a run on sentence. So then Pastor Cal says that he understands what Mark is saying, as do I. Um, Mm -hmm. And Pastor Cal says, no, it was very clear. Like Mark, I felt like he articulated his feelings pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, And Pastor Cal says that sometimes, you know, Lindsay just says what she feels and it can be too much. Like it, it can just be too much. It can be very overbearing. Um, Mark says that he understands that she's coming from a good space, but her filter is not his filter and it's awkward for him. So then Pastor Cal says, we gave you guys what you both asked for. So how do y'all make this work? (laughs) Essentially, Mm. because Pastor Cal says that he tried to get someone from Mark who was pretty high energy on his level. Lindsay, the same. Now they have that, but it's a bit too much. Um, So then Mark says that he needs her to just let him do things in his own way instead of doing them for him. And if he needs her help, he will ask her. Um, I don't think Lindsay is hearing this. I don't think she's receiving Of course not. She actually does this weird thing of like getting giddy and like trying to tune in, but not really tuning in. She's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know this. And she's like, tell me how you feel. It's okay. Like it's, it's weird. It's a bit too much. It's coming off as inauthentic. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Especially after her saying, like, let me define the bullshit. Like, yeah, like that was not a great. That was really rude. That was so rude. And just, and then she was like, I don't know what he just said. It's a run on sentence. Like, that is just so nasty. Um, it is. It's, it's real uh, bad. Even, which one of them was on the show this week? Okay. He's on the show this week. She was on the show last week, mm-hmm. the after party. Um, and on the after party last week, she had said that as far as this whole sex thing goes, they had sex that day of the little beach oh, dinner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she said they had true. had sex, like, that morning, mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, and then before they came to dinner. Um, so Keisha asked Mark his version of the story, as she said she would. And Mark said from the wedding night into this week, this scene with Pastor Cal, they had only had sex, like, two and a half times. Oh, okay. And... The reason he says two and a half is because they had sex the first time. That was wonderful, romantic, whatever. The second time didn't feel the same to him. Mm. And so that's when he started to like pull back a little bit. And then she was still wanting to have sex, but he wasn't wanting to. Mm. And so then he said she was okay, like taking care of herself, but then like wanted him to join in. Um, And he wasn't really comfortable with that. And it was just kind of, yeah. (laughs) That's, this is what he said. This is his version of events. Oh, um, no. So she's like, I, I thought it was going to go worse than that because I, I was like, oh, she's wanting sex and he's not wanting it. And then, oh, consent, you know. But no, um, she was okay handling herself and wanting him to join in. But I don't think he wanted to. He wasn't really in that mind state uh, to be with her like that. So I don't know how many times they've actually had sex. It seems like they have differing views on maybe what sex is (laughs) um 
but this whole thing of him not feeling like he's in his skin, I can see mm. that because this woman is. Yeah, that was tough to hear. Is a lot, and Pastor Cal tells her that she need because she's a lot, and she knows she's a lot, and everyone around her knows she's a lot. He's like, you need to give yourself to him in doses, which. I've always heard the other way, like, I can only handle this person in doses, <laughs> not mm-hmm. that, like, you dose yourself to other people. Yeah, um, exactly. But I think it's very fair. It's nothing that Mark hasn't said before. Like, when he asked her, like, can we slow down a bit? And she says, it's either all or nothing. And he was like, oh, we can't just take it down a notch. Like, is there no wiggle room here? Um. So he essentially just needs her to back off but she wants him to put gas in his tank and affirm her and do all this, you know, tell her that it's okay, which is, is weird. And he also says that some things happen off camera that he's just tired of, which yeah. is alluding to something. I don't know what, but that's kind of the last thing he says in his talking head or in his like voiceover. And we see him kind of looking at her like, yeah, you know. because he does say that he says, and I, I quoted this because I just thought the language he used, he says that Cal pepper and v they aren't living (laughs) here full time there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. happening that are triggering him and i was like are you in a domestic situation (laughs) i'm telling you she wanted that sex and he did not i was like hold on something's going on and he is not comfortable this is how did this this began and ended so quick (laughs) like this is just so it's kind of like a firework just pop fizzle but that's nuts I mean, as far as things triggering him, with his level of stress, I don't, I could believe that many things would trigger him, Mm -hmm. especially if she's, like, trying to push sex or, like, this lovey-dovey stuff. Like, I'm not there with you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get my shit out of my apartment, and I don't necessarily want to move it into your apartment, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, but yeah... Cal Pepper and V. I forgot Dr. Pepper was on the show <laughs> earlier in the episode. Well, and I was, I was like, like is who she's is still here? I was like, who is V? And then I was like, oh, who <laughs> <laughs> is V? Like, who the fuck is V? Cal Pepper and V. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, is, is Dr. Pepper still part of the show or is it just Dr. Viviana and Pastor Cal? But then, like, she came on and said something and I was like, oh, she's still here. I thought, like, maybe she left after last season because she was so frustrated with the Mueller thing, but <laughs> Cal she's Pepper still here. and V. Okay, we change from them. Oh, the other thing I noticed about that scene just very briefly is Mark <laughs> is doing that kind of Zach thing of not wanting to tell Lindsay she's bad. Did you catch that? When he's like, not, you're not doing anything um, bad. Like, we just have different filters or it's yes, different. Yeah. It's not like, and I was like, mm, you probably need to tell her that you don't like what she's doing. Yeah, Because you're telling her it's okay, she's going to keep doing it. Her own family, this is the instance where the family was right. Her own family said, you need to put some reins on her and slow her down because she's insufferable. Um, Per her dad and her brother. Okay, we get some juice. Um, Alyssa comes to the mutual apartment. Or she comes to Chris's apartment. I guess it's just his (laughs) place now. She doesn't have anything there. So Alyssa comes to visit Chris. It's tense. Um, He says that Pastor Kyle should be coming any minute. It's very awkward um, between them. And Pastor Kyle comes in and I'm sorry. Somebody is. <laughs> Making a I didn't lot know if that noise. was you or that was Yoshi. 
that's my dog, y'all. Oh, he yo, was shit. trying to get comfortable in his bed, and there was a toy in there that he kept hitting. <laughs> um, okay, he's not usually here, but he wanted to join us for this episode. Um, anywho's, so Chris tells Pastor Cal very straightforward that he doesn't think she has any interest in being married to him. Alyssa starts singing a different tune similar to how we saw her with her mom and she's like well he wasn't my type physically but I didn't walk away um or I was still in it and till I heard from his family his friends how he was and then she also says they didn't Pastor Kyle asked her did you all talk about it did you talk about the issues and she's like well we didn't because things kept happening things kept coming up but as y'all know, and we know, nothing was happening <laughs> besides film, besides production trying to make them film together. Nothing right. was happening. Um, Pastor Cal calls BS and he's like, well, you knew you were getting married. Why did you think you wouldn't be sleeping with the person or doing things with them? Um, and she tries to take a page out of Jasmina's book and say that, well, I have some reasons and um, we both have large dogs and I'm actually allergic to dogs and huskies have hair. It's just, it's real like grasping, <laughs> reaching for straws. And this, this is the woman who has been rescuing dogs and we've seen all these photos Thank you. Of she says that she rescued, how do you rescue dogs and be allergic to them now? Me, as a person who's allergic to dogs, cannot rescue dogs because it's not safe for me. Right. Um, I also wouldn't live with a husky, but I don't rescue dogs. You know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. Now, if she was allergic to dogs, wouldn't she say that in her interview and say, like, please don't match me with someone with a dog because I'm allergic? Mm -hmm. That's I mean, what I would, would do. Think, yeah, one would think. I would, I mean, if I was going to be married to someone, I'd be like, please don't let them have a dog because I would hate to not be able to be with them but she's yeah. like no i rescue dogs i'm an animal lover i ride horses blah 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 she's so full of shit yeah it's pretty bad <sighs> um so chris is sitting there shaking his head um she says she's tried to find things that you know they have common ground on and pastor cow's like oh what have you found and she's like uh, not nothing um haven't found anything and pastor cow's like well chris identified a lot of stuff early on that he could see why y'all were matched and he understood. And she's now saying that she's here today to try to figure out where they can move forward at. Which is... <laughs> this is insane. It's, it's like a Hail Mary that she's now saying like, oh, well, I'm here because this, this, this. I don't believe it. I don't think anybody in the room believes it. Chris is like, well, this is my decision day. I want a divorce, um, which I'm like, okay, sounds good. I wasn't sure if he was, I didn't think they could have a decision day early, I guess is what confused me when he said that. Um, so people have asked for divorces before decision day and they've kind mm -hmm. of been encouraged to continue with the process. Well, I think this was a different situation. <laughs> it was just a bit different because usually Pastor Cal will be like, well, you guys stay in and push through. But in this one, he literally was just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's costing, she's already cost production a lot of money with her separate mm -hmm. rooms and bullshit, and, and she's wasting, wasting resources. Um, 
So all of a sudden, she starts crying. She's not crying because she wants to be married to Chris. But she's like, I've worked so hard to get here. Which um, is so strange. Pastor Kyle's like, say. what are you talking about? Where is, <laughs> yes. where is here? Because uh, it's not with this man. Uh, so she's then saying, you know, she feels like Chris insinuates that she's not here for the right reasons. And she is here for the right reasons. Because he's like, well, there's a lot of reasons to be here. But I don't think... You know, this marriage is one of them. Right. And now she feels like he's making her out to be a bad guy. Pastor Cal says, the road ends here. <laughs> <laughs> the road ends here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's like, you know, wanted it to work. We really did. But, you know, obviously it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, she leaves her key fob on the island, tries to walk out, but forgets her phone. Um, Chris is still kind enough to hand it to her. <laughs> um, then she's crying in the hallway to the camera. I just want respect. I'm not a bad person. I'm a good person. They're playing this whimsical audio in the background. Yeah, Did you catch that? Interesting. I was like, I guess it's happy times, <laughs> happy trails. <laughs> it was kind of like, everyone knows this is bullshit. Right. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, um, matched with the, with what, well, the tone, it matched the tone, I guess, yeah. but Is Yoshi typically still if someone's current. Settling or? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm trying to just talk through it. Yoshi. Yoshi. Sit down. Oh, Yoshi. Thank you. That's so He's funny. now covered in like the bed stuff. <laughs> um, just well, sit I mean, right there. Thank you. Well, that pretty much concludes this episode. I think that was the last scene, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he leaves his key fob, and then he also takes off his ring on the island. And there's oh, this little yeah, song playing yeah. in the background talking about breaking free, <laughs> um, which is again this targeted, is hysterical, pointed. Yoshi is now comfortable, y'all, that we've reached the end of the episode. Right, he's like, like no, he is free. now finally laying down. Um, <laughs> so that's that's my life here. But anywho's, what did you watch this week? Um, so this week I've been swamped with work, um, mm, fun. but I have been watching a little bit of Apple TV. Mm. Um, so I've been watching this show called, I think it's The Shrink Next Door. Um, it's a drama miniseries. Um, it's with Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, um, Casey Wilson, um, and it's actually based off of a podcast. Um, so I listened to the podcast maybe like a couple years ago. Um, and it's basically a story about, it's a true story, actually. It's based on a true story, um, where, um, this guy and his therapist, like they have this connection and the therapist winds up like turning his life around and then like kind of takes over his life in a sense. And it's really dark. Um, but it's very interesting. It's about power and like, it's, it's comedy, but like very like dark, like black comedy. And I really loved the podcast. So I'm, I'm watching the show right now. So it's, it's very interesting. Hmm. I mean, honestly, like this, like a good rec. this psychiatrist that he's been working with, I mean, man, talk about abuse of power. <laughs> like already in the first episode. <laughs> is Will Ferrell like, the psychologist? No, he's the, he's the person who is, is being counseled. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah, because he's right. like really, he just, he suffers from a lot of anxiety and just, you know, just life. Mm-hmm. And I can see that. His uh, psychologist is using some very unconventional methods um, hmm. to help him. So definitely um, 
uh, inappropriate. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but it's so good. And the podcast was great. So that's what I've been watching this week. I definitely recommend it. It's on Apple TV Plus. Cool. Thanks for that. What are you um, watching? Yeah. So since I was in the streets in the spirit of keeping it light and trashy, <laughs> um, I was watching Love is Blind, the oh. second season. Now, I tried to watch the first season. I honestly did not get very far with watching people talk to a wall. It was just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. However, um, the second season, I feel like the pacing of the show was fast for me so it was keeping my attention a little bit more than just having people talk to a wall mm-hmm. um very interesting very trashy very addicting um five episodes came out already i think oh, and okay. then five more come out friday the 18th and then the finale comes out so it's going to be quickly aired um it's on netflix if you don't know the premise of the show um they're basically 10 women and 10 men They go into these pods and they have a chance to kind of like speed date without seeing each other. And then from their speed dating, they decide who they want to move forward with. The plan is for there to be an engagement. They go on kind of like a retreat as an engaged Mm -hmm. couple. Um, And then from the retreat, they kind of enter into regular life and see how that works and if they're actually going to get married. So it's kind of similar to Married at First Sight, except for engaged at first sight. And they've talked prior to that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a couple of characters who may be, uh, uh unsavory, to say, you know, you, you hear people share their thoughts and don't kind of get what the point of the process is, but mm. all in all, very entertaining. I would recommend watching if you like light and you like trash, um, that's kind of where that fits into my life right now. <laughs> um, again, it's on Netflix. There's the U.S. version has two seasons. I think there's Brazil and France. Ooh, and maybe some oh, other yeah, places. there's a Brazil one. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's quite a few. I think there's, oh, there's a Japanese version. Ooh. There's a lot. Um, so if that's like kind of the show you like, if you watch an episode or something and get into it, you can go through many cultures mm-hmm. and seeing how people date and what that's like for them. Um, so yeah, so far so good. I'm very into it. I'm anxiously awaiting the next few seasons. I mean, next few seasons, next few episodes to drop. Um, and I'll be watching it to the end. Wonderful. Anything else? Any other announcements? That's about it, guys. Follow us on um, socials. You know, we did a little live tweeting. What was that, like two weeks ago? That was the last week. Okay, yeah. Last week? It does feel um, like a long time ago, though. Goodness. It feels like forever. But yeah, we did a little bit of live tweeting. Exciting, exciting. And mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram. See some stuff there. Engagement. And I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. See ya. Bye.